0: Welcome, everybody, to the Pickin' Pod podcast here during the NBA Finals. I'm your host, Christian Goey, and I'm joined by three guys. we got a busy podcast today, but I wouldn't have it any other way. We've got Manny Adeye, we got Alvin Halawajaya, and we've got Reed Horner sitting across from me. Fellas, what a game last night. I don't think a lot of us saw it coming after the way the first two games went in Golden State. But the Cleveland Cavaliers came back with a vengeance, one twenty to ninety victory over the Warriors, the seventy three win Warriors, and they demolished them. They made them look like OKC made them look during that series. I want to get your take on the game. Let's start off with Manny. What did you think about last night's game and how it went? And and did it line up with what you how you thought it was going to go?
1: Well, I think last night we saw a team in the Cleveland Cavaliers who needed a win. You know, basically they didn't want to be down. Three zero, number one, and they didn't want to lose at home in Believe Land, as, it, as it, they all like to call it. And um, we just also saw a Warriors team that basically did not come out with all the energy that we've seen throughout the entire season, that we've seen throughout the entire playoffs, and we've seen in the first two games of the, uh, the season. Um, I think LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, of course, they had monster games. I think they both had 30 pieces. I think LeBron had 32. Uh, a couple assists away from a triple-double. And then we, we saw a team... That that we saw the entire year, and in times the entire playoffs, who played together? Tristan Thompson, uh, um, had into the game. We got Richard Jefferson, who, who started the game. Old man that he is. He has the last time he started the game. LeBron was in high school. You know, he was playing for the New Jersey Nets back then. And um, I just think that they really came out on fire because they knew that this was a big game for them in total. If they really had a chance to win the finals at all.
2: Yeah. Well. It was a welcomed victory for Cleveland for any NBA fan because it makes this series competitive. But I had a gut feeling Cleveland would win, and I know this is a weird stat, but if you look at the, if you look at the playoffs every year, Golden State has lost every single game three, right. even the first round to Houston. They lost it to OKC. They lost it to everyone. So I'm not going to say I walked in saying knowing that stat, saying they must lose this game. But you're right. The biggest thing was. Kyrie Irving's 30 points now LeBron scored more than him but Kyrie Irving had those meaningful points at the beginning of the game he set the tempo now albeit not taking the most efficient shots as in shots I don't think he'll necessarily make the whole series but they were really needed J.R. Smith got going and it really showed the whole Cleveland team as a whole is they're really momentum based they're at home they need a win they're not going down 0-3 LeBron does the whole whatever LeBron does right I'm, I'm the leader follow me type of stuff before the game and they go out and do it and they catch fire and they keep rolling I loved it. I hope Cleveland goes on and wins games four just to make the series more competitive. But I would be a little wary because the way they were winning, the way they were scoring with the long shots, the contested shots, I don't know if that can be sustained. But it was a great night last night for Cleveland.
3: Um, I thought Cleveland played a great game. Kyrie had a huge first quarter. But I thought um, one of the most important stretches for the Cavaliers was that th- – was. Probably the middle of that third quarter, where the Warriors kept trying to make a run. They had like eight-o spurts, eight-two spurts, and the Cavs counter. And that's like how the Warriors usually take back the game, their the games where they're down. And I I thought Cleveland countered really well. Um, they played great defense, uh, especially on Steph Curry in particular, obviously. But the whole team just played great defense. There was that. In particular, in that third quarter, there was that one alley oop from Irving to LeBron that off that ridiculous. like off that steal. That was amazing. <laughs> that was Curry just threw just tried to throw a bullet pass, and LeBron just tit his. <laughs> he went so fast, he just tipped it up in the air and just got it over Steph Curry. I just thought they came out with, they came out with the effort they should have been coming out with from the beginning of the of these finals, and well, they definitely deserve to win that game.
0: Yeah, I mean. You guys, you guys hit it on the head. It's the the effort, the energy that that Cleveland came out. It was nine nothing. Richard Jefferson screaming like they like they're about to win the game. I was thinking to myself, this is Golden State. I mean, they're gonna make a run. Let's. I'm not always
2: do. Yeah, they always yeah. do.
0: And that just did not happen last night. They would come back and they they were down 17 after the first quarter. They cut it to eight by the half, and I was thinking to myself, man, we got another Golden State comeback. But Cleveland had that resiliency where they just didn't let Golden State get over the hump, and they just kept control of the game, and then they just dominated the second half. You saw LeBron just—that was the most incredible alley oop I've seen in a while from him since his Miami days. Yeah, when he him and Wade. Surprised they finished that one too. When the <laughs> John, with the John Lucas one, when he jumped over John Lucas, yeah, that was yeah. one of my favorites. But you know, one thing that stuck out to me was the glass, offensive glass. Tristan Thompson had seven offensive rebounds out of his 13 rebounds. He was huge on the offensive class, and we always talk about that small ball lineup from Golden State, how it's the the quote-unquote death lineup because it's so darn good. It's what what got them the win last year. But that really hurt them last night with Tristan Thompson getting rebounds and giving them second-chance points.
1: Yeah, I think we saw a team in the Cleveland Cavaliers again that – they they realized last night that they don't have to go big to play big. You know, they out-physically worked the Golden State Warriors yesterday. And uh, on the glass, you had Trish and Thompson. I think the bigs for the uh, Golden State Warriors combined for three rebounds in the entire game. So, I think they, they were out-physically matched. They came in a little arrogant into Cleveland like, yeah, we're up 2-0. You know, this is a walk in the park. But at the same time, you got to realize... This is the NBA Finals, you know. Nothing is done after two wins. Nothing is done after three wins sometimes as as they did in the, in the last round with the OKC, you know. So I just think that, once again, in the entire uh, uh, Finals right now, we're not seeing Steph Curry. Like, there is no Stephen Curry in this series right now. And this is what we saw last year, you know, and that's how Andre Iguodala ended up uh, Finals MVP. And I think... Um, what they need is for Clay and Steph to show up. Like the Splash Brothers are nowhere to be found right now, you know.
2: Well, it's, yeah. The thing is, and maybe this is—I have an old man's perspective on the game. I love three-point shots, but I just never liked the idea of relying on them. And now I'm not saying Golden State does that. If you really know Golden State, you know they're an amazing defensive team, and they and they attack the rim, which then opens up the threes. But you did say Clay Thompson was one for seven last night from behind three. Draymond Green had six points. Like these are players yeah. that need to do more. And we talk about the Warriors are probably the best comeback team, maybe the best comeback team in the history of the NBA. I've never seen a team other than this team that I sit and see them down by maybe 30 and think, you know what, they're going to come back. Like, I was watching the game last night with my little brother, and Cleveland jumped out. And he goes, oh, Cleveland's killing them. And I just thought, like, it's too early, because Golden State's going to come back. But what didn't happen, which did happen maybe, like, when when they played OKC or whatever, Klay Thompson didn't come back and hit five threes. Steph Curry didn't really get it going. He got it going, but it was just... Again, they got swallowed up by momentum, and they're bound to lose at least one. So I figured they just chalked it up to let's get them in game four. Yeah. Uh,
1: Well, just to say, I think what it is when it comes to three point shooting, I think we all realize, even like when you play pickup, or even when you play 2K, or even when you watch a game, (laughs) three point shots just give you energy. Like for some reason, like I guess because it's three instead of two, like everyone just loves to see a three. It gives you life while you're playing, while you're watching the game. And if if you ever realize they're a great defensive team, all around ball, but. They got their energy from their three point shot, yeah. and if it's not dropping, then what's next? Stephen Curry's first two points was off like a loose ball layup yeah. late in the second quarter. You made court. the point.
2: Thompson also held it down down low. He oh, was yeah. a big factor, so they couldn't then say, "Oh, we're not making shots." Let's exactly. go to the rim. But Tristan Thompson, Tristan Thompson was even covering Steph Curry. I don't know if you remember on ball at the perimeter. Like, these right. are things that that haven't been happening, yeah. and they need to continue happening if Cleveland wants to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, I
3: thought, St- I thought in particular through the whole game, like Steph Curry wasn't. He didn't cut. I don't think he's come out yet with the energy he needs to, and especially in game three, like early in the game, like it was like the third possession. Kyrie just V cuts right past Curry and gets an easy layup. Like, he just, I think, like, he is not 100%. He is, um, he is being, uh, there be the Cavs are being a lot more physical with him, but Steph Curry, uh, Klay Tom Clay Thompson definitely needs to step up as well, but I think Steph Curry, if he's the best, if he's regarded as the best player in this league and um the leader of this team, he needs to come out and set. He needs to come out and look. maybe look for a shot more, maybe look for other people's shots more. But he definitely needs to come out with more energy and purpose in these following games.
0: I agree. I don't want to be one of those media guys who gets overly critical <laughs> and, you know, just no, makes I, too I, much. I, you might the Warriors have still have an amazing chance yeah, to win this game. The Warriors most likely still <laughs> will win this. You know, Steph Curry's, Curry, Curry's body language, like, it's very... Lackadaisical. It's oh, yeah. very like he oh, just yeah. walks around, and you don't feel very confident when you when they're down. It's it's at least not last night. I didn't because he just looks like out of it. He yeah. looks like the game's just over. Like they've just given up. Isn't and
2: he kind of always like that? Though? He he yeah, is, is always like that. That's the
0: thing. Like I don't want to be and overly
2: that, critical. I am one
1: hundred percent biased Lebron James fan. <laughs> and Lebron James gets so much scrutiny from the media when when they say, "Oh yeah, he doesn't have the killer instinct." You know, he doesn't want to take that shot. You know, he doesn't want to be the guy. You know, on that team, he wants to pass it up sometimes, be the leader role. But we didn't see Steph Curry at all so far in the series have that killer instant that that Kobe has, that Michael has, that people even think like Carmelo has. You know, Steph Curry is just comfortable taking the back seat and having the rest of the team work. He's comfortable not being the finals MVP twice again. I definitely. I, no, no, go, go. I
3: definitely, like, I definitely agree The this that this finals, he definitely has not taken, like, arguably, I guess, these playoffs, like, that one, he had one game against the Blazers, a couple, he had a couple of moments against the Thunder, but, like, if you put the playoffs together overall, he hasn't really been taking that killer instinct and that confidence to, like, really bury his opponents. Now, like... I get like I don't know like clearly that's not the case with him all the time because n- you have to have confidence to pull up in a regular season game in overtime from like I mean, thirty eight yeah, feet to win the game. <laughs> but like, and in- I think that's the Steph Curry we definitely need to see in in these in these finals, regardless of defense and regardless of physicality.
0: Do you think Steph Curry gets a pass? Compared to LeBron, if Curry had two points at the half yesterday, one of five shooting, 0 for three from behind the arc, if that's LeBron James, oh, yeah. we're so, talking about it. Well, yeah. Steph Curry and LeBron on, on the
2: same level, historically speaking. Steph Curry's had an amazing, Thank great you. two seasons. He may be one of the greatest shooters of all time, but LeBron James is that next level. Like well, Steph,
0: he was hailed as the king coming out of high school,
2: but at he the same still time, is. If we want to get into that see, discussion, he still exactly, is. See,
1: this is where I have a problem <laughs> with the media: is when how much scrutiny LeBron James gets, and then. You crowned Stephen Curry a a unanimous MVP. When to me, I don't see why he should be a unanimous MVP. When you think about a valuable player to your team, you think about a guy that without them you can't be how far you are.
2: Well, it's all about aesthetics, right? Yeah, Steph Curry's think, game is the most appealing to exactly. anyone who doesn't. Exactly, it's, it's all about image yeah. and aesthetics. All well, and LeBron, all
0: I don't know. LeBron throwing on those dunks. Is...
2: No, but LeBron James's game isn't pretty. It's strong. It's great. It's a great reflection <laughs> of the city he comes from. Oh yeah, but it's not what the kids. Are. Kids aren't practicing to be six eight and dunking. Kid, they just can't do it. But they can yeah, be. Yeah, he's not here.
1: Exactly. So I just think that when it comes to standard being held, of course LeBron's held to the highest
2: standard and any athlete I've with seen. With defense too, Steph Curry can't touch yeah. LeBron defense.
1: LeBron's like, standards held like he's he's different. You know, like if LeBron doesn't get thirty, ten, and twelve, then there's a problem with LeBron James. You know, so that's that's why I think I stand on that. I mean, I personally,
3: th- I personally think the media shouldn't have that high of a standard for LeBron James in the first place because the scrutiny surrounding him is insane and like it is definitely unfair at times maybe even most of the time but if you're going to hold LeBron to that standard as Steph Curry is coming into this uh, best player in the league role I think you definitely have to start regarding him at that you have to start regarding him with that kind of scrutiny and be ready with that criticism if you're ready to critique um, other great players yeah. like LeBron. We also have to
2: see say that this is not maybe what we want to hear, but LeBron James is not in his prime anymore. Yeah, that's like, true. He's he's still arguably the best player in this league, but he's not in his prime. And Steph Curry's yeah. not, at least in his prime, and going into it. And that's something you have to keep in mind as well. He's not
0: in his prime, but he's still, well, he's still probably he's the an, best he's player in the world. But the thing, the, I don't think he's really lost a step. I just think his supporting cast has gotten that much worse. He looks different, but His game has changed. If yeah, that's his it.
1: game has definitely changed. I think yeah. we, I've seen, like, three phases of LeBron. You know, the first time he was in Cleveland, he was a young guy just who could fly, basically, jump around <laughs> and do anything that he wanted. And then you see him in Miami playing that, well, he started off as a villain role, and he's playing the, the, the efficient, two. Efficient, though. The, yeah, the very two-man efficient him and Dwayne Wade thing. And now he's back in Cleveland. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to lead this team. I'm going to be the old man with the young guys trying to coach him up and things like that. So that's where he's at right now.
0: But getting back to what what I asked you guys earlier, I do think Stephen Curry gets a pass. I mean, the guy won every single vote for MVP this season. It's second straight MVP. When you're, when you are that good and you perform the way he did in the first half and he didn't even take shots. I mean, it got to a point where, I mean, Sean Livingston was their better option at point guard in that first half. He's been so good. This finals, Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't be surprised if a team wanted him, but then again he's good in that role. Yeah. Um, that's a great story. But Steph Curry has to play better than that. He can't just get a pass. If we're gonna say that if we're gonna always bash LeBron for his shortcomings, we gotta bash Curry. Because I mean, I don't wanna bash any player. They you know, Curry got them there yeah. with Thompson and with Green, but You know, you can't perform the way he did if if they want to win. And we all know that. But it just feels like Curry doesn't really get the criticism that he deserves, at least maybe for last year. Well, let me ask you this.
2: Do you think Steph Curry, without the ability to shoot threes, is still... A superstar player in this league. No, no. Like, no. Well, then that's that's kind of that's kind of scary then to look at the, if he's not making three point shots, which are hard to make, especially when he shoots. Well, he can be, penetrate and he can. He pass. can. That's what I'm saying. But I I do think I, he's not being he's not being exposed. But we are seeing the rooms for improvement. It, it, he needs to attack more of the room when he's missing his threes, well, as opposed to just fading away.
0: I don't know if it's room for improvement, but we're just seeing the proper way to defend him. It's not it's not necessarily yeah. he has to get better. It's just what do teams have to do? Well, he's also on a team, like everyone else has to perform yeah. well too. He can't do it by well, himself. when a guy Ron gets do double teamed, no when a guy gets double teamed and consistently <laughs> people are playing very physical with him, it's tough for anybody to play well. And that's just, it, Curry's human. I think we didn't know that earlier the way he shoots. That do. But he's human, yeah. and and I mean, I just think we don't treat maybe the superstars all 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 fairly, and that's yeah, to we, be de- expected. we definitely don't. Yeah. I mean,
1: I think if you are the only and the first person in NBA history to be a unanimous first place vote for MVP then you you then you got to be held to certain some certain yeah. standard there's no yeah. way you scored two points at half, and it's okay. Well,
2: you know who Steph Curry is. Steph Curry is LeBron if he had won in Cleveland instead of leaving, going to Miami. If that makes sense. Yeah. I think yeah. if LeBron had, had never left Miami and had won in Cleveland, and everyone, I think that's how LeBron would be treated too. We got to look at it. Steph Curry was this guy no one thought was going to do anything. Goes to Golden State and wins. There's no controversy in his career. Yeah. On and off the court, he looks perfect. LeBron James has had some baggage, has had some history. Not off the court, he's amazing. Oh yeah, the court. He's, he's on the right. court storyline. He's had a little bit more to go, and and there are people who are still not going to like him for what he did. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I, you know, I want to get back to the whole we we talked about the rebounding and how big that was for Cleveland last night, and when that was with OKC. Are was talking about how the NBA is transforming into small ball, primarily being the way to win? But we saw with OKC, they had Adams, they had Cantor, they had Ibaka, and that was really, I mean, of course they had Westbrook and Durant as the recipe <laughs> of for success, but. Those guys were big difference makers for OKC, and that's what got them them to a 3-1 lead. That was the X factor. Last night, that was the X factor. Tristan Thompson, you know, playing big against OKC's small lineup. Have they found a recipe for success? Have they found Golden State's weakness, the way to beat Golden State?
1: I think, uh, well, I would say yes, one, to that. And two, just watching the series so far, the only problem I've seen with their defensive game plan in all three games is just the lack of energy and effort, you know? But definitely the the, the small ball, the way they're playing, the phys- the physicality that they're playing with, I think it's the perfect recipe to beat Golden
2: State. There's no one way to beat Golden State, right? They're <laughs> such a great team. But what I have noticed, and I want to give Tyron Lue some credit, even from game one, you knew Cleveland's defensive plan. Every time Steph Curry gets to the rim, every time Steph Curry gets the ball, he's double teamed. And what they're making Golden State do is they're making Draymond Green beat them. They're making their bench beat them. And throughout the season, that's what Golden State's went off Their bench is very underrated. Being yeah. able to come in... and oh, yeah. Livingston, in, Barbosa. Livingston, Barbosa, Izzeli uh, These Izzini. are guys that if you, come Iguodala. In, Iguodala, if you come in for just five minutes and let those guys rest and put positive points on the board, that's a big deal. But what Cleveland's doing is Steph Curry's not going to beat us. Klay Thompson's not going to beat us. Someone else is. And last night, again, Dr- Draymond Green, six points. Andrew Bogut, four. They didn't beat them. And that's what Cleveland's yeah. hoping is going to continue. Well, I
3: actually um like I agree that Cleveland's had a defensive game plan uh to stop Curry and Thompson and I agree that they've controlled the boards but uh I, I personally think the X factor yesterday uh yesterday was um a certain power forward not playing due to concussion uh, because <laughs> You got
0: to it before I did. I really
3: I really I really feel I feel pretty strongly about this and like, I just wanna, I, I mean, like, I just wanna talk about it. But yeah, like, go. Go I think, I think, maybe not our, like, the Cavs are arguably, arguably better than Kevin without Kevin Love, but definitely more equipped to face the Warriors without Love because Love, can't Love can't play defense. Love, Love contributes to that, um, to that. Uh, small ball style, which, as we've seen, is not going to beat Golden State. So if you want to go big and provide toughness and rim protection and defense, Love is definitely not the person you want to go with. So,
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, they looked so much better without Kevin Love last night. It was almost <laughs> a little embarrassing for Kevin Love. Do you guys think they should, even if he's healthy, they shouldn't start him? I think I'm a guru out. I think
1: uh, they found the answer in this lineup that they have to beat the Warriors. But at the same time, it's all about matchups. You know, Kevin Love—he'll—he'll he'll score for you. You know, he'll get you—he'll get you 16 and 13 like he has early this postseason. But he doesn't have the energy that Richard Jefferson has. Richard Jefferson, the old man that he is, he can still dunk. <laughs> like he's out here balling. Like he—he he can move. He can defend, and he's quick. And that's what Kevin Love does not bring to the table. So I think
0: for yeah, he's this, been very good yeah, to Jefferson. to
1: match up against his Warriors team, I think what you want to do is you start. Richard Jefferson, but you bring Kev off the bench because he can still produce for you yeah. offensively. You know, he can still get you boards on the offense. He can still score points on the offense.
2: Exactly. Having Kevin Love off, off the court also allows him on Schumpert onto it. And I don't know about you guys. I love him on Schumpert. I hate him. No. I, love, play I, good. I don't <laughs> hate him. <You> know, I, <laughs> I don't hate him. I hate having him in. <laughs> and we, I think he's an amazing on ball defender. He is. Yeah, he That's not, all I need him to do. As a
0: Knicks fan, he has not improved any aspect <laughs> of his game since his rookie I don't, season
2: I am not I don't need him to all I need to do him to do is defending I think that's the, I agree with you I don't I don't yeah I'm not afraid of him in no the i know what you're corner. saying yeah, I, I just need him to be on the court and defend you've got J.R. Smith on the other side who's Safe to say more of an offensive player. Yeah. And Kyrie Irving, who as crazy as an is offense, isn't the greatest defender yeah. either. So I think Iman Shumpert brings that kind of more balance Okay, to their, I misspoke. To their yeah. back. I do co- not hate court.
0: Iman Schumpert. I hate having him in the game. Because I believe <laughs> Is it is his gamer hairstyles? Because both are atrocious. It, it has oh, to be no, both. I had hairstyle yesterday. It was whack. That, that was very weird. Um All I need is defense. He's just a little bit of, of a head case. There's always something wrong with Iman Shumpert. The guy does not just he, he doesn't have a clear head ever. He looks like, I don't know, he just doesn't look like he wants to be there. He wants to be a rapper. I'm telling you. Iman <laughs> yeah, Comfort wants to be a rapper. He's always liked rapping. He always has, has expressed his love to rap. He does not want to be a basketball player. I'm telling you. He's pretty you. good at it. He's good.
1: I think he tries to do his own thing mm-hmm. on the court all the time. I, remember
0: I, this thing, like, I can remember this like it
1: just happened five minutes ago. Yesterday while the game happened, he called a rebound. Off the fast break, <laughs> and he's by himself. Instead of slowing down the pace let the whole team get up court, He pulls up a shot, mid range, and misses. Yeah. Like who gives you the pass? Like he has a green light go
2: all the time for me. I do not like that. DTM, he's doing too much. All I I need all I need is defense. That's what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, but like exactly, Shumpert provides defense. He provides intensity. Look, you can Kevin Love can be the bet can be the best stretch for out here. I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying he could be the best stretch for out here right now. But he doesn't deserve to start if he's got a 35 year old man out hustling him exactly <laughs> and getting getting the Cavs out to 30 point uh, and like being part of the Cavs game plan to get to a 30 point win here in Game Three of the Finals.
0: Yeah, well, it will be interesting. So let's let's wrap up. I want to get your takes on what. You think will happen tomorrow night? Game four at nine o'clock uh, tomorrow night. Uh, let's start off with you, Alvin. Who do you think is going to win? Um, I,
3: I think the Warriors. I think, I, I think my gut says the Warriors are going to win. But it definitely depends on how I think staff's going to come on. Number one, how staff's going to come out, and number two, what they do with Kevin Love. Because if Kevin Love, like Manny said, if Kevin Love's on the bench, coming off the bench. I think that is definitely a dangerous combination for um, Cleveland. They can attack they they can sick love onto um Vera Zhao and like sp- Spates and okay. that just Love can play much more effectively against them than against like Draymond Green or Kev or uh, Andrew Bogut. But Steph Curry I think he's poised to either break to either have a breakout game tomorrow or to let Cleveland back in the series. So I think those two things are definitely the most important to look out for.
2: I think the Warriors come out a lot stronger than they did in this game. I think they even get out to a little bit of a lead. Cleveland claws their way back into it. It's back and forth, back and forth. And I think Cleveland is able to actually steal one more at home and even the series up. But it will not be as pretty as it just was uh, in Game 3. Yeah,
1: definitely not a 30-point win for whoever wins game four. But I'm definitely going with Cleveland just because they finally found their answer that that they're looking for. You know, we spoke about the whole Kevin Love thing. You know, I feel like, one, Draymond Green is not scared of Kevin Love. You know, he feels like he can do whatever whatever he wants (laughs) to him, basically. But him coming off the bench, dangerous. Um, I think LeBron and Kyrie, uh, they're going to do what they do. Uh, J.R. Smith has finally found his stroke just a little bit, so he's going to perform in the game. And I think... Stephen Curry will not answer the call. Even though we're still looking for it. I don't I don't know why he'll play he, better. He'll play better, but I don't know why he's not playing the Steph Curry that, that won seventy three games. I hope the team was seventy three games, but we don't see it on uh coming up on Friday. So I got the caps.
0: Yeah, I got the Cavs too, guys. You know, I think it's gonna be a very close game. We're gonna have our first good game, yeah, um, which I'm really hoping for because I'm really tired of turning it off after the third quarter. I <laughs> <laughs> you get more rest. Yeah, you do. You do get more <laughs> rest, but you know, I prefer basketball over sleep and not saying something because I like to sleep. So I think it's gonna be Cleveland. I think they're gonna they're gonna pull it out because they have to. They have no choice, or else I think it's gonna be five games, um, this series. So I'm gonna go with Cleveland and a tight one. They need JR to keep shooting. They do. That's another thing yes, we didn't. And, sc- and making, That's making, part making, part, making yeah. shots. Uh, let's I mean, let's not get into he's JR. Doing
3: well, at home, he's he's only like three points better at home, but he's, I think. Is this like confidence that comes 40 percent better yeah, shooting yeah. at home? I don't know. He needs confidence. Yeah, Atlanta, is, is, it's, it's that J.R. simple. He he's Denver. <laughs> yes. he,
0: that's what happens when you don't have consistent shooters on your team. You need guys to get hot. You need guys to feel good about themselves, and he's feeling it right now. Yeah. So we we're all going Cleveland. All going I, Cleveland. Well, well, I'm 50-50 uh, I can't tell oh, Come
2: on Come on for the Come point. on
1: man LeBron James Pure pressure LeBron, oh, That's fine that's right, true. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think he says Warriors Because he doesn't want to go against us Alright well, okay. we'll let you go
0: well, We need a devil
1: Look game. I just can't I
3: can't I, I, I have a straw Like I can't bet Against the team Who claw, clawed Their way back 3-1 from Oklahoma That's City. true That's a good point man
0: Well thanks everybody It was a great show I had a great time Enjoy tomorrow's game and enjoy the weekend, and we'll be back next week after Game 5.